Who do you look to when a family falls apart? That's a deep subject. We're going to dig a little deeper on the next day to be better. With Ray and Sid. In three, in two, welcome back to another episode of Dare to Be Better with Ray and Sid. I am Ray Powers. I am Sydney Hall. How you doing, Sydney Hall? I'm doing really well. You look really well. I mm, thank you. <laughs> I know you're not selling it, but it's okay. You look great. You sound great. And if uh, we're not going to talk about that C word. You know, with the button and the raising of hands. I know. We made people nervous just now. We talked about C words. <laughs> you too. You just yeah, looked at me like, like well, we well, can say that. that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, is that how the show is going to be? <clears throat> We're not talking about it because it is very interesting. I'm going to ponder it, really. Because mm-hmm. I can wander around here with you all day mm-hmm. and not cough. Right. And the second I sit down, something happens. So red I'm not fever. doing that. It's red light fever. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Well. We came across a doozy mm-hmm. of a subject tonight. Who do you look at when a family falls apart? Yes, and this was an email. Yeah. This was somebody asking the question. Right. Man, so so obviously something's going on. And we're going to keep that person's identity private. Because yeah. obviously, you know, this is a very se- sensitive subject. I don't know the answer, but... If they're coming to us for our opinion. Mm-hmm. Now, my short answer is, of course, you you fact find and you point the finger at the person who's doing the most damage. Now, nobody's going to take the blame because everyone, very, very few people are going to say, yeah, it was on me. Because mm-hmm. it's not just one person. No, of course. Now, if I have to point the finger at anybody, I'm old school. I know this. some people are going to support me here. Some people are not. Mm-hmm. You look at the dad. You look at the leader of the family. I'm going to use a very, very antiquated term, head of the home. In a lot of cases, that's still celebrated in this country. Mm-hmm. And it really is a dad's... I mean, yeah, the mom keeps the house organized. She does. And she keeps the house running along. But if you don't have a father figure, if you don't have that figurehead, to me, you don't have a home. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's overly simplistic. And it doesn't work whether you have two moms, two dads, what have you. I'm just talking about all things equal across the board. You know, a dad's job is to bring stability into a home. So what I would say is there's still a home. Because, again, I'm a single mother, Mm -hmm. right? And my family thrives. Okay. Okay. Good granted. True. Mm -hmm. My girls, and I've had to work hard at that, though. Mm -hmm. My girls thrive. They're balanced. They're happy children. So... And that, that's been done with me raising them, no male in the home. However, this is what I think I'm hearing you say, is that if there is a home with a male and a female, a father and a mother, mm-hmm. then in your eyes, the old school eyes, the man is the head of the household. Now, right. I want to clarify, because I'm old school also, 
and uh, I'm very obviously professional. I make my own money. I'm out of debt. I'm self-sufficient. All these things, right? right? But I will tell you, when I'm come home, though I don't have anyone right now, I would like to come home to where I don't have to be the heavy, right? Right. If there's a problem, okay, I'm just going to use this example. When I was married, we had an issue with the HOA, right. with the president. And strangely enough, I was the one sent down to the driveway to talk to this guy. And he said to me, where's your husband? And I go, oh, he's up in the house. And he goes, I don't mean to be rude, Sydney, But if there's a man in this home, mm -hmm. that's who I'm dealing with. I'm not going to stand down here and go toe-to-toe -to -toe with you because this is not where you belong and i didn't take it offensively no, he meant it as i don't want to be the heavy <clears throat> with you yeah and it's i agreed with it yeah he because i shouldn't have been now if i was you know what i'm saying if i was there the single mom he had to and i would do it yeah. right so i am also old school and i'm just clarifying what i'm hearing from you is that <clears throat> if there is a male female mother father then he is the head of household, but it doesn't mean, in my eyes, that he overpowers me, overrules me. No, he's me. not an overlord, no. He, if we have a problem, mm -hmm. he takes care of it. In my eyes, right. the, the man protects not just my body, because a lot of men think, yeah, I'll protect you. If someone breaks into this home, I'll protect you. Right, which is a given. Yeah, but should he be. should be protecting the hearts and souls of this household. Of course. And that means uh, sometimes he needs to put his pride aside. He needs mm -hmm. to be nurturing. He needs to be patient. He needs to be kind because he is protecting this home, right? right. And everyone in it. Whereas the mother, again, I believe, of course, she has equal say in things. They discuss things and they come to right. conclusions together. He doesn't just rule the household. But it, sh her gig is to nurture these children. Mm -hmm. Her job is to make sure that she's the glue to this family. She keeps everything running. Mm -hmm. She's the heartbeat of it. Right. right. And she brings a different strength to this family. And I see women do this often and I think it's beautiful. Sometimes they'll give a little nudge, you know, to that man and go, hey. You know, this kid over here, he needs a little attention or mm, you're a little heavy, you know, heavy handed in this one. So she I think she keeps if again, the relationship is is balanced and healthy. She'll keep everyone, including the husband, ticking right. in this home. Right. So. Again, I, I'm clarifying what I think I'm hearing from you. Am I correct so far? Yeah, that's right. It's uh, He's the figurehead. He's, like you said, if anybody has to, like you said, speak to the landlord, speak to um, anybody, the, the fuel guy comes or, you know, the plumber comes, you know, it shouldn't be you in your nightgown, you know, leading him to the, to the pipes or whatever, mm -hmm. you know. And also, in addition to being the disciplinarian being the final word i'll say because a lot of times like you know my daughter will take advantage of mommy mm -hmm. because if she's a soft touch whatever i say it once if i get involved and i say now that's all i have to say mm -hmm. just now i don't raise my voice i don't have to right i feel it's ineffective to raise your voice right it has a lot more weight when you're calm and you're collected sometimes icy 
mm-hmm. about it. Because if you're emotional, the kids are like, oh, I broke you. I got to you. Mm-hmm. See, you can't. You just have to stay. Right. You have to stay steady with it. But more so than that, you also have to show your, um, I won't say vulnerable side, but I'll say your more understanding side. Mm-hmm. And know when to pick your battles, too. Mm-hmm. Everything can't be a confrontation. Everything can't be a showdown. Right. Sometimes you have to back off. Right, right. Give them a couple minutes at bedtime. Listen to them. Mm-hmm. Listen to their grievances. Why do you want extra time to stay up at night? It happened the other night in my house. Mm-hmm. And she had a legit excuse. Right, right. You know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it can't, just can't always be, you know, I run around with an iron fist, like you said, in yeah. the club. It's a lot more than that. It's a huge responsibility. Nobody wants to be the heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody, everybody wants to be their kid's pal, and you're, he, you know, he or she is happy with me. But then if that's the case, you're not doing your job. Right, Because right. kids will test you, as you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, your girls, they respect you because they have to. Mm-hmm. You had to be, as a single mom, basically mom and dad, which is not fair. Mm-hmm. But as I mentioned, it is a Herculean task to do it. Yeah. And I just think it's it's fantastic. And I don't know how single moms do it, or single dads for that matter. Yeah, but, yeah uh, you find your way. In, in some ways, I am going to tell you, I think it may be easier... Because Maybe. I don't have to answer to anyone. Okay. I set my own rules. I have my own game plan. You see what I'm saying? He, they, she can't. The kids can't play you against dad. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but I will say, um, if there's okay, in the neighborhood, for example, you see mm-hmm. that there's a family that's really struggling. Okay, struggling meaning like the family is falling apart. Right. And often I'll hear people say. Well, what's happening in that household? What's John doing? Right. Meaning, not like, is John beating everyone up? Not that. Meaning, is John getting his household together? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because they say that all the time, right? I right. don't know what the saying is, but stop worrying about everyone else. Get your Mind own. your own garden, basically. Yeah, yeah. Get your own household together. Mm-hmm. So, right. so, if a household is financially falling apart, They're asking, what's John up to, right? right? What's he doing? Is he gambling? Yeah, Yeah. what's he doing? Um, If the family is falling apart often, but if it comes down to like if the children are unhappy or they don't look clean or, you know, those kind of things, or they're not looking like they're nurtured, then you're going to go, what's Susie up to? If the school notices and the teachers and guidance counselor have to get involved and they have to call home, it's not good. Yeah, yeah. A social worker might get a call. These mm-hmm. are bad things, yeah. Yeah, and and then I think the the mom often is looked at to say, not mm. when I say looked at, it's not pointing a finger right. as much as it is asking a question. And I do think this is an interesting point because this is what's, okay, you still send your notice to him. <laughs> of course. Okay. But, um <clears throat> Men, again, I'm old school. I love the man-woman thing that um, I don't want to be like a man. I don't want to be as strong as him. I couldn't be even if I wanted to, but I don't want to be as strong as him physically. Right. I don't want to be the heavy if I'm in the home. I don't want to have to be the protector of all the bodies, like physically protect these children if there's a man in the home, right? Right. But having said that, that gifts that man 
with a lot of privilege. It gifts him with privilege of quote unquote being the house, you know, head of the household. Doesn't mean he's ruling it. It means he protects the bodies, the souls, the hearts, the minds. And with that gift, it means he needs to be attentive. He doesn't get to be the head of this household and not show time mm-hmm. to his wife. Absolutely. Consideration to his children. It doesn't mean he does not, uh, that he has a privilege not to show up to the games or to the rehearsals or whatever, right? Right. There's a lot uh, with with getting to be the quote unquote, I hate the word, but we're just going to use it because there's no other head of the household. There are things, requirements, I'm just going to say that, mm-hmm. requirements. There are expectations. There are uh, things that that man needs to do in order to honor the position of head of the household. And that means he does not get to neglect his wife by not showing her time and attention. But I think that that's a lot of where the hiccup comes in many relationships because whether a couple wants to admit it or not that they want head of the household thing but it's more or less man woman situation okay right. even if i have man man woman woman somebody's holding that gift right. of of protecting this home and again many men think that's just i'll protect you if someone breaks in well, that's not enough. No. Protecting means you protect. You don't raise your voice to me as I don't raise my voice to you. Right. Right. You don't um, spend all your time at work and then come home and go to bed and not spend any time with me as as do I show you courtesy by spending time with you. Of right. Course. So I just think it's an interesting discussion and. I'm all for the man-woman thing. I, I wish I could find a different name instead of head of the household. Well, it just, you know, it gets antiquated because it, well, you know, I mean, as time goes on, people get more and more sensitive to terms and the connotation is always, you know, the man beating his chest or mm. the worst case scenario, you know, he comes home from work, flops on the couch, expects dinner and does nothing to help. That's correct. That's the stereotypical... Yes. Yeah, and that's where I think a lot of people have the problem with. But the true understanding, as far as I see it, of a man is how I described it, you know. You have to be well-rounded, as you also have uh, provided. You know, you have to make time for your family. You can't just be king in, in name. Yeah, And you just, you, you know, you don't... It really... Let's face it, it is the mom who controls the quality of the household. 100%. The king, the queen, because she's his equal, but she does run that household. She makes sure the lunches are packed. She makes sure that the house looks good. Usually she, you know, even if you're home equally or you both equally work, usually it's the mom who looks around and says, ah, the bathroom needs cleaning because we're not looking at that. Yeah, and the kid needs to go to this doctor appointment and Mm -hmm. we have parent-teacher conference on this day. You're much yeah. better at running the house. I will give you mm-hmm. 100 out of 100 there. Yeah, the yeah. Moms, you know, the dad has his role, and the mom is usually the busybody and the organized one. Yeah, and she knows. I mean, you know where your kids need to yeah. be. Everyone's organized to get there. No the rides, there. the food, the clothing, the mm-hmm. doctor's appointments. Which is good because you tend to overthink everything, so it's a good match. 
Yeah. yeah. Women in general. And just, we multitask. Yeah. It's what we do. You've got mm-hmm. ideas spinning in your head all day and you're like, I need to do this and this and this. You know, we're very one at a time oriented. Yeah. We can multitask, but we'd rather not. Yeah. And finish a project. As a mom, I'm looking at each child child individually, their mm-hmm. personalities, sure. the things that they're already having, they're struggling with and I need to pay attention to, to what, you know, what kind of activities is best for this child opposed to that child. So I just want to make it really clear to the listeners that I, and I know you are not, <clears throat> I'm not saying that the man has more power in this household, right. I'm not saying that the woman bows down to him because that man woman thing both are vital sure. both are extremely important of course but i agree with you i think that's where the hiccup comes in is when that guy goes to work he comes home plops down on the sofa he expects his dinner to be cooked then he gets up he doesn't he doesn't help with anything no. expects his plate to be put into the dishwasher he goes out and someone brings him a beer or whatever Mm-hmm. Right, his slippers, you know, <clears throat> the old school pipe, you know. Mm-hmm. And then maybe he goes and does some guy stuff, you know. Maybe he mows the lawn, but that woman has been doing everything since typically. she woke up. Yeah, yeah. And there's no time off, no. you know. You don't get you a day off as a mom. No, and I and I'm gonna tell you because I've had both working at working outside the home is much easier. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's obviously more fulfilling because I'm raising my children if I'm in the home. Right. But it is much easier working outside the home because I'm at least dealing with people who maybe care about my opinion. Because <laughs> in that home, they no. don't care. The kids don't respect you and there's no there's no sympathy from the children. No. You know, toward mom or dad. No. No empathy. 24-7. They need, they need what they need and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so that does broaden it a bit. You know, if a household folds apart, you do make a very very strong statement for looking at mom my mom told me that too now that i think about it she's like you leave that house and you become little a uh, little thugs they're not going to look at you they're going to say who the hell raised this kid yeah mm-hmm. and it's mom who's raising the kid you know dad might be the overall like i said you know there's that <clears throat> taboo head of the household uh tag but you know the mom is the one who's the you know the general manager the one who's yeah. who's doing it all yeah yep but if the whole home is falling apart like the family itself is mm-hmm. falling apart right the marriage is falling apart the children are falling apart often they look at that man like yeah get your home in what, order yeah what's right. happening here yeah yeah i mean yeah if i if i had to pick one that's who i'd pick just because you know if Oh, and, you mean as in who's who we looking at? Yeah, I mean, all the more reason if mom has all these tasks, you know, that clears the way for dad to make sure that these things are being covered. You know, the right. mortgage is paid and you're not in debt. You don't, um, I don't know, the kids are home on time and they're in bed. Mm-hmm. You have to enforce those things. Yeah. Like I said, you know, my daughter will test the both of us, but she knows not to test me yeah. very far. Right, right, because you have, there's boundaries. You've set boundaries yeah. with her. And, uh, and I'm very, very fair. Mm-hmm. And she's my little girl and the apple of my eye. And I know. My only she, daughter. And really, she has you wrapped right around. She does, but, you know, I have to, there's, there's certain things that are non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. Homework and bedtime are two of them. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as I want an extra, well, it used to be toy. Now it's, God knows what it is, it's money and clothes now. <laughs> but I do, I spoil her rotten because she's my only one. Yeah. But there's that And she's a girl. Yeah, of course. And you're her dad. 
Right. So she gets basically whatever she wants <laughs> and whatever I can get her. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we do set a couple things aside if she wants an iPad or something like that. So let's go 50-50. You bankrolled a whole lot of birthday money. You probably have more yep. money than I do right now. So, yeah. You know, we'll uh, we'll do things like that. Yeah. Teach her the value of money. Good. Chores and... Again, if something's not done, if homework isn't finished, well, give me your phone. Yeah, you know, exactly. You, no, you finish. And you go to bed when you finish it. Yeah. And then you're waking up on time. And, and you're then not you park that phone and your computer in my room. You mentioned parking the phone. It's a great <clears throat> Telling idea. Telling you, it works. Because mm-hmm. the first part, I didn't want my, um, my oldest, okay? She went away to a uh, special, I don't know, for highly effective students. She went to a... Oh. Thank you. 20 minutes in. That's not bad. We I only know. Had it was one. pretty dang good. Into D.C. And she was 10 or 11 at the time. And I was doing really great. At, I She wasn't going to have an iPhone early, blah, blah, blah. When she went there, they required her to have a phone so they could get a hold of her. You know, that kind right. of thing. Of course. So, um, so then when Jordan came along, you know, then it's, it's what we're doing. But... The error I made early on is I didn't park those phones. Once I started doing that, and people kicked at that. They kicked and spit at that. But once I just said, look, those things, this is how many, this is how much time you get during the day on it. And this is the time that it comes like at 8 p.m. That phone comes in my room at 8 p.m. You need to prepare yourself, pull your thoughts together, the phone and computer. If you complain about it, each time you complain, there's a day added on. So I just quit complaining. And now it's just a habit. Like the vice principal. Mm. One more day of detention. That's right. You you go ahead and I would say this. See how I'm not getting angry? Mm-hmm. It's because it makes me so happy when you guys complain about right. not bringing your phone in. Because I'm going to get a day for every time you complain. And right. so now, they, it, well, my oldest is gone. But my, my 16-year-old, she parks that phone every night. No complaints. Yeah. Yeah, it works fabulous. It's just getting over the hump. Right. Yeah. That is, uh, well, again, as the single parent, you have to have that kind of control and you have to be able to maintain that respect because you know once you lose that respect, it's over. We talked about this, I know, earlier. But, you know, if uh, your, your threats have to have teeth. Yeah, you can't just give empty threats. No. Or else they, they catch on quick. Right. It's like, ah, she's not going to take it. Don't worry. When's yeah. the last time she took your phone? <clears throat> she keeps threatening it, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, do it. You, you say do it, it once. once. Right. They get it. You may give a second warning. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And you have to follow through. You must. Or else you're going to get eaten up alive for the yeah. rest of your raising of children life. And it's tough because now they're pouting, they're crying, they're carrying on, they're mm-hmm. having a tantrum, but... It's that or later on in life where they looked at you and said, why didn't you do this for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they will. Yeah. So. Kids are, uh, they're not dumb. No. And they're very, very astute. They know what's going on in the home. Well, and yeah. They, uh, you can't, you can't snow them. Mm-mm. They, and they want boundaries. And of course they do. They want rules. Mm-hmm. They do want nurturing, of course, and attention. And um, the structure. <clears throat> absolutely, because no one wants to go to a job where everyone's like, it's a free for all. And then right. all of a sudden you're getting in trouble left and right because you've done something wrong. Well, 
I thought we just got to do whatever we wanted to do. And now you're telling me there's rules? Like Lord of the Flies. Mm-hmm. Oh! Yeah, just anarchy on the island. Didn't we just talk about yeah, that? right. Yeah. And just lawlessness. It's like, this is what happens when there is no mm-hmm. leader, when there's nobody, you know, in, in charge of the disciplinarian uh-huh. role. And when there's no consequences. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Then the consequences are dire. Mm-hmm. Because you see how bad it gets. Yeah. Yeah. And that's... I was talking about that the other day. My daughter didn't want to go to school. Oh, I don't feel good again. It's that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm aware. I'm gagging. I'm this, I'm that. <laughs> and it's like, well, when would you like to go to school next? Why don't you set your schedule for me and you tell me when you'd like to go? Mm-hmm. Give me the mornings you want to wake up and go. And we'll do it that way. We'll do it your way. What, eight days? When would they get there? I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Would they have, some, kid was, some kids would never get there. No, no, never. <clears throat> some kids would get, some kids love school and would go every day. That's the minority, the bookworms. They're going to be the next Steve Jobs of the world. Yeah. And uh, and there's the rest of them. Yeah. The one kid we want to go on Tuesday because it's taco day. <laughs> Cut every other class. Yeah. When well, do you want to take a bath? When would you like to eat your Brussels yeah. sprouts? You yeah. know. It's crazy. Well, there's. Um, it was on the uh, radio the other day where a kid was state. He was in bed, so mm-hmm. his dad had gone to work, came home, forgot something, and his kid's still in bed. And the kid's like, "No, it. Um, whatever. They had a snow day today. There's no school." So the dad goes, "Oh, cool. You want to go to a movie together?" The kid goes, "Yeah." So he gets him in the car. All of a sudden, he pulls up in front of the school, and he goes. And you're out. He goes, you see, there actually is school. <laughs> Toodles. Didn't get his movie. Didn't get his movie. Is very smart of the the dad because the wow. kid didn't kick and scream, right? Right. Just got in the car. And there he is in front of the school. And I'm leaving you here. Uh-huh. Go exactly. to school. <laughs> Unbelievable. I like creative dads like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, where you, you turn it around on them and you basically, you know, you give the kid enough rope. Yeah. I know. It's beautiful. But your kids, you know, your girls turned out good. Yeah, they're and, thriving. Uh, it's taken a lot, though. I, I, of oh, course, it's never lot. easy. Even the good ones are never easy. <clears throat> yeah. Yep, but it's always worth it, you know? Sure. If you put in the time with them, it's it's a freaking war. But then you see them thriving and happy and balanced. And they actually are grateful. Of course. Later on, you know. They yeah, don't it hate you. Yeah, if they don't hate you during their teen years, then yeah, you're then probably <laughs> failing miserably. <laughs> you're probably not doing something right. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it takes a while. And I had a stepdad growing up in addition to a father. Because okay. my mom remarried when I was like 11, 12 years old. Right. And I immediately gave him all kinds of hell and I made his life miserable. And he was making my life miserable too. I mean, he didn't want to marry a woman with kids. It's like, well, mm-hmm. then why did you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you raise two kids of your own. You know how, how tough it is. Right. So why'd you do it? Why'd you take two more on? Right. But, uh, and you're not going to ship us off to military camp or whatever. My mom's not going to allow that. Right. So there was that constant struggle, mm-hmm. you know, for mom's attention and love and, you know, whatever. But in the end, you know, it all worked out. Yeah. I came back as a young adult and I... I, I recognize how hard it was for him. It was he walked into a no-win situation. Yeah, a uh, woman with two boys. Talk yeah. about the ultimate baggage uh, in the early '80s. That was unheard of. That's a mess. I mean, he was an absolute prince for stepping into that role. Yeah, 
Yeah, really. You know, to be flawed and to, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. my God, you did it. I mean, yeah, everyone else, everyone else takes a step back, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even on the dating sites, I mean, years, a couple of years ago when the kids are young, it's got to be like your poison ivy at that point. Nobody wants to touch you. You have how many kids? And living at home? Oh, there's this one guy. He had seven children. Seven. By himself? Children. Oh, he's hunting for a wife. Well, not just a wife, but a mother for his kids. Exactly, right. That's and, what I mean. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was chatting with him. He's like, Sydney, you're the first one that's chatted with me. I'm like, I, yeah. <laughs> I believe it. I know why. And I, I would just let him know up front. Mm. And, you know, I'll, I'll talk with you, but if you're looking for a mother for these children, I'm the wrong, <laughs> wrong one. And, you know, I feel bad, genuinely bad for, like, a widower mm-hmm. who gets, like, you know, not stuck with his kids. But now he has, I, there was a guy in my neighborhood who had three girls and two boys. Oh, my God. Mom died early. The kids were in grade school. And I felt terrible because yeah. now this poor guy, he didn't divorce her. He didn't, you know, he didn't lose her by being stupid. Right. She just died. Well, you'll get, I think they get lucky. It's Okay, out in Utah, you're going to get lucky. Yeah. There's plenty of women that really love being a mom. You right. know what I'm saying? This is Brooklyn. And, <clears throat> yeah. I think out here it would be a little more difficult. Yeah. Although they were Italian and the mm. Italian moms do tend to, you know. Okay gravitate towards larger families they're not afraid of large families mm-hmm. and he was a good man mm-hmm. and uh yeah as italian as they came wow i went to school with one of his daughters and that's how i knew about it wow i heard her mom died and i'm like oh my god he, it's six seven years old i realized the gravity of oh my gosh you have brothers and sisters now with no mother and that poor man's got no <clears throat> wife Ugh. that is tragic yeah so yeah. but uh yeah, I guess to sum it all up, I guess there is a lot of ways that blame can go. Even the kids um, can ruin a family. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah. Blaming, we're blaming the mother and father, but if you have, like, bona fide problem children, you know, these little bastards running around, they're ungrateful and they are uh, they had the best life. You can spoil them, obviously, by giving them too much. 100%. And so when I see that, I don't blame the children. That's a parenting error. It's still a parenting error. That's right. correct. Those children are only behaving away because that's what they've been taught to behave. Whatever mm-hmm. that is, if they're entitled, if they're takers, if they're uh, thoughtless, you know, yeah. if they're lazy, whatever those things are. It's the those- oldest adage, spare the rod, spoil the child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it means it basically it's old school, meaning if you don't discipline them, you're going to ruin them. They're going to run mm-hmm. amok. And now you've got yeah. a problem on your hands that you created yes. by ignoring it. Mm-hmm. But you know something? Mm. We have gone through 30 minutes again. What? Yeah. Just orating and uh, giving our opinions, mm-hmm. our two cents for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm sure, I don't know, it's probably going to be interesting because you look at us mm-hmm. and you probably wouldn't guess that, you, that both of us would, again, it's because I can't think of a better word, but head of the household, that right. man-woman thing. Mm-hmm. But... I like the man-woman thing, and I'm a very strong woman. I sure. stand my own ground. You know, when I'm out working, I'll stand toe-to-toe with a 285-pound man. Sure. But when I come home, I I want the man to do the man stuff. Yeah. I want to do the woman stuff and uh, and work as a team. 
but I do have to say one really quick thing. Mm -hmm. There is a little trick here. So, so if if a woman does want a man to spend more time with her emotionally, um, oh, I forgot to say do that's that. okay. Okay. Oh. That um, thank you. If she will let him, allow him, welcome him, and encourage him to go out and do whatever he does, like fish or hike or whatever. If he, she really encourages it, that, what the man does is he goes and he builds up his testosterone, right. right? Builds it up, builds it up, feels like a guy. And then all of a sudden, he has to release the testosterone, and that's just not sex, right? right? Sorry. So now he's going to look for her. He wants to spend more time with her. He wants to give his energy to her. So then he comes back. He's around her. When he starts being depleted of testosterone again, if she just will encourage him, let him go do whatever he does, he'll go out, ride his bicycle, right? Whatever. He'll build up his testosterone. Same thing. It's a little bit of a secret because I have two girlfriends that try to keep their husbands from, like, he doesn't need to go play golf. Mm -hmm. He doesn't need to go ride his bicycle. Well, he needs the outlets. Of course yeah. he does. Let him go do that. He's going to build all that stuff up, that testosterone, and he'll come back. In my house, it's God, father, mother, child. And everybody in that, in that I'll call it a hierarchy, for lack of a better term, everyone's irreplaceable. I mean, everybody's important. Everybody is valuable there. And everybody has a role. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, everybody has a different interpretation of the family, a lot of ways to make it work. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think if you have the basics covered, you know, you stand a good chance of succeeding. Mm-hmm. So we hope you answered your question and we hope everything will be okay in your family. And if there's any more advice we can give you, I mean, at this point, I'd see a professional, obviously. But, yeah. you know, if this made you feel even a little better or encouraged you. But hey. just remember, the woman is equal to the man. I just have to clarify that. She's going to clarify that. Yeah, it's king and queen, and many queens are extremely powerful. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Always remember, kids, dare to be better. With Ray and Sid. Bye. Hey, thanks for checking us out. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe to this channel, and please tell your friends. We'd also love it if you headed over to daretobebettershow.com for tons of cool photos, extras, and a chance to shop for some sweet show swag. (laughs) Say that five times fast. I can barely say it once. If you keep coming, we'll keep delivering. Thanks again.